Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Make a fat 
Don't talk to me. Man. <laughs> Man. What's up? You hear a little sadness in my voice? I do. I hear a little, a little forlorn. God damn it. We lost him. We lost that goddamn stash, didn't we? <laughs> Burt Reynolds. I know. Everybody was Legend. like, yo, yo, where, where's, where's your Burt Reynolds? Where's your tribute to Burt Reynolds? It's true. I would I, think, yeah. Here's the thing, kids. Uh, and this is just me being realsies with you. I'm a little under the weather. Wasn't sure if I could record today. But Burt Reynolds died. <laughs> Somehow. Came in. made it. Yeah. yeah. Came in. Yeah. I, I said, look, I've got to give a tribute to this man. I've got to give him everything that he deserves, which is a lot. Uh, big fan of his as a kid. Huge, huge fan. Growing up in Georgia, in the South, you're almost forced to watch Burt Reynolds movies half the day. It's true. Like today, you have you know Netflix and HBO and all that other bullshit, and that's great. Congratulations. Like I just sat downstairs earlier this morning with my child, who was unhappy with close to 200 movie cho- choices. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As a child in Georgia, I did not have those movie choices. We didn't have all this other shit. And it was either one of two action stars, comedy stars. I'm going to drop them on you. You ready? Sure. Burt Reynolds movies. Kenny Rogers movies. Sure. That's all you got. (laughs) You chose between the two. And if you didn't like those, you can go fuck yourself. Right. Kenny Rogers, Six Pack, the movie Six Pack, probably watched 400 times. Should I have watched it as a kid? Probably not. Sure. Uh, but that was my only options. Right. Burt Reynolds, Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. <sighs> Millions of times I've seen that movie. We, uh, we have a, a house decorated in, in movie posters, old movie posters. I asked for Smokey and the Bandit. I didn't get it. I didn't. Uh, I didn't get it. And... Um, Thinking back to it as a kid, because I saw all the all the tributes and everything that that have been going on online, like people just posting things from like Smokey and the Bandit. I shouldn't have been watching that movie as a kid. No, no. <laughs> all he was trying to do was fuck Sally Field. I mean, the whole, the entire oh, time, like just that cheeky little laugh oh, too. That God like, damn it, he was the greatest. Get on this. Yeah, yeah. Poon star is what he was. Oh. Poon star, ultimate fucking poon star. That guy. And he loved bits too. Like bits, you know? Okay. Like on set or both. Okay. Like, like if he did interviews, it was a bit. Like he had a bit worked out and and it always played well. He was great at it. He was like the last great bit guy, you know? Yeah. And, and you he, hate bit guys. So and so do I now. I, I do, except for his was mostly making fun of himself, which I love. So it's like he was famously in love with himself, right? So most of the bits were like... Uh, I, love a, I love a man like that. Oh, you found so much. <laughs> He's a kindred spirit. Mm. Um, so it was mostly like, oh, like get people giving him like a present that's just his huge, like a picture of his face. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. he And he went with it. Always. And I love that. So he had a sense of humor about himself. Always played the game. Yeah. Um, and was great. It was great about it. Like that, that there was an actress I've worked with for, I don't know, fuck, five or six movies, Lynn Shea. Mm-hmm. She's 
pretty famous now. I guess she was in all the Insidious movies. Yeah, she's something about Mary. Now, yeah, yeah. She, she, she was pretty famous anyways. But after Insidious and all of those Jason Blum movies, she's super famous now. But uh, I've done about five or six movies with her. She posted on my thing, and she just said, "Rest in peace to the last great movie star." Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it, and it's probably true. Like and when when I say that, I mean like movie star is in. That guy understood that he was a huge movie star. He played along with it. He was cool. He was always funny. He was always on when he needed to be. He was that dude. We don't have that dude anymore. Like there's, there is big movie stars left. So I'm not going to shit on that. Um, like Tom Cruise. But Tom Cruise is very serious, very focused. Yeah. He can be funny. But he's not always on like no. that all the time. Jim Carrey used to be like that before he went off the fucking deep end. Right. And I, I and I love that. You know, Jim Carrey circa 10, 12 yes. years ago was yes. great. This idea that like you don't have to be humble. And I think that yeah. it's such a culture of like, oh, d- I'm don't look at me. Look at me. Yeah. Or like the humble brag yep. where he was the last person. I think Burt Reynolds, where he straight up would just be like, yeah, I'm fucking awesome. I'm a legend. Yes. And I'm sexy. Yes. And and we, I think we gravitate as a society now to people like that. We do with our athletes in particular. We don't with movie stars because there isn't somebody out there with that personality. But a show like uh, Danny McBride, like Eastbound and Down. Yeah. That's why people gravitate towards that or old, old school Will Ferrell. Where it was just like, I'm the best. Who cares? Right. Uh, St. James Street James now in these books. Like, I think that's why when Darkness Falls and A Night She Cries and all that stuff, and, and in particular the audiobook versions of these, people love because it's a guy who just loves him and just keeps going with that role. And it's, I think you need that in society. My favorite people growing up athlete wise, Deion Sanders, Ricky Henderson, mm-hmm. like very specific, Burt Reynolds. Like, yeah. you know, movie star wise, like very specific of like, ah, oh, man. Yeah. Just because I, I, I believed it and I, and I liked it and I didn't think that there was anybody like that in, in this society. And when he died, like it made me sad. And I was thinking about, you know, stories of him and, you know, I, I, we tried to get him for range 15 and uh, he was sick. Like there's no other way to, to, to put it. And he required a lot, and and they didn't think that he could sit in the helicopter all day, uh, in particular with that heat. And uh, he he didn't end up doing the movie; like he just he just couldn't do it. And look, it makes sense; he it, it just passed away now, obviously. Right. So I understand it. And like uh, there was another Comic Con that he was supposed to be at that I was at, and I was amped to meet him. He got sick. It didn't happen. He didn't make it. And uh, I was like disappointed in it. But uh, my fraternity brother hit me up uh, yesterday. A guy, a guy named Jason Quattro. Love Quattro. He was my roommate for, for a year in college. Is that his real yeah, last it's his name? Yeah, it's his real last name, which is dope as fuck. Oh. Hilarious guy. Fucking awesome. And like he was Quattro. That's all we called him was Quattro. Everybody knew him as Quattro. Great, he's just uh, the greatest guy in the world. I, I haven't talked to him in a, in, a, in a long time, and he hit me up on my page when Burt Reynolds died, and he said, "Hey, are you going to tell your Burt Reynolds story?" And I was like, "Man, I, do do I have one?" He's like, "Dude, we met him. Remember, you met him, and you screamed out at him." And I was like, "Oh my god!" And so he told me the exact year, the time, and everything, and I was like, "That's right, I fucking did that." 
We traveled down to University of North Carolina for uh, it was a thing called Ditch that we had in uh, at Ohio State, where it was the same as like ditching class as a as a kid, right? You leave. We 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 rented a bus. You leave on a Thursday or Friday, so you ditch school, and then you go to another chapter of whatever your fraternity was on somebody else's campus. Mm. Well, that weekend, it, it happened to be University of North Carolina. University of North Carolina has traditionally never had a very good football team at all. But this one year, they did. And they were playing Florida State. And it was like one versus like three or four or whatever it was. Well, we get there, and they were so overwhelmed by how many people had wanted to get into this game. And they never sell out football games. Well, they sold out. And they didn't have any tickets for scalpers, nothing. So it was impossible to get into this game. So then, of course... I wanted to get into this game. So me and Quattro and uh, a couple other buddies of mine were outside the, the stadium and there was a, an entrance in and we saw uh, ESPN's game day crew walking in there and I go, hey, let's just r- race in behind them, pretend that we're part of the crew itself and just let me talk. If anybody asks you any questions, like I'll just say, hey, we need we need some, you know, a light kit over here. We need whatever, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and that's what happened. So we got in and the security just assumed that we were with the game day crew, right? That's my nightmare, right? Like I would never oh, be you able get, to. You get super <laughs> awkward in those situations. I've been doing this. I would this just like cave immediately. For years. I've been doing this for years and years and years and years and years. Thinking about it makes me, okay, go. Uh, uncomfortable, go. I'm yes, sure. Yes, yes, go, go, go. So <laughs> we get down there and it's, you know, Lee Corso and those guys or whatever. And I see Burt Reynolds. And Burt Reynolds is is with them or whatever. And he's probably 10 or 15 feet in front of me. But he's he's about to get whisked away to like some other fucking celebrity thing. Because we ended up watching the entire game from the sidelines, which was oh my God. incredible. Like incredible. The, the Nobody game, came up to you. No. And the game wasn't very good. Um, so I think we ended up leaving maybe like the end of the third, beginning of the fourth quarter. But before Burt Reynolds got whisked away, I don't know what made me do this. Maybe the... You know, the 50, 50 drinks I had beforehand. Sure, sure, sure. Always the answer is But okay. I just screamed out, hey, Bert, you still getting pussy? Oh, no. Yeah. And he turned to me like, I mean, all of the college game day crew just like stopped and like turned around. Bert just turned and he had a huge smile on his face and he goes, like you fucking wouldn't believe, son. And they oh, gave me a wink at the end no. of it, and, I, and like a, a, an invisible six shooter. Yeah, and I was yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. And then boom, he was off and oh. gone. And it was like that—that that was the greatest. That's a dream, Burt Reynolds moment. That's ex- but that's exactly what you should do. That's exactly what I do when I'm out and people want to fucking rage or do whatever. Oh, for sure, you would never do be that like, shit all the time. Get that guy out of here. Fuck what no. is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give him, give the people what they want. That's exactly what mm-hmm. I want in that moment. And and this this weird story brought me and him back together for after twenty years. I didn't. You lose touch with people. You don't know where they live or whatever. And I and I know you say, oh well, you got Facebook and social media and all that stuff. He, he my buddy is not a big social media guy. Well, I already at, love him at, at all. Yeah, he's just a, a normal dude, and he's just like ah. My kids like it, but that's about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, But he reached out to me just for this one story and was just like, hey, man, I hope you tell this story on your show. I listen to your show all the time. And I was like, fuck you, dude. When would I meet Quattro? Is there a world? Great question. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I, I said, where, where are you living now? Because I called him after this. I, I picked up the phone and said, hey, 
Which I love. Bert brought you guys back together. Bert brought us back together. But but yeah, but here's the thing is like, I'm also a big phone guy. Like I would rather just call somebody than text them or fucking message them. So during this process, I was just like, just what's your number? I was just like, just give me your cell. I'm just going to call you. I was like, oh, fuck, really? I'm like, yeah, man. Uh, So I called him and it was late last night. Uh, we were both up watching the college football game. Beautiful. Kids were sleeping, called sure. them. And I was like, where do you live at, man? Where Where are you? And he's like, dude, I'm in Chicago. Next time we're in Chicago, I was like, yes. my wife loves Chicago. We go to we try to go to Chicago every year. Um, Quattro, we're coming for you, buddy. I know. I know. And uh, that's that one that's fucking so weird nice. moment of Burt Reynolds. Yeah, totally. And, you know, I, uh, he's legendary for a lot of things. Uh, the one that that's. That, that stands out to me too was he was all, he was always great on the tonight show always great so as a kid like and again i'm a kid at this point i'm watching it i'm, I'm just watching this fucking mustache poon star on tv who was great with those bits and great on the tonight show there was one time where he lost his fucking shit and uh and it was totally unscripted and i thought he was gonna knock out this dude and it was you remember um, mark summers who was the host of double dare oh yeah now look he's now the host of double dare again <laughs> yeah and unwrapped yeah <laughs> he is notorious for same with howie mandel of like a germaphobe yes and uh on the show he was telling burt reynolds he was just uh, like oh you know i'm i i like cleanliness and my blah 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 and uh uh, for whatever reason, he rubbed Burt Reynolds the wrong way. Like he just, Burt Reynolds just thought this guy was a fucking clown dick. Summers. Yes, Mark Summers. He is quite annoying. He was a clown dick. Well, back in the day, he was even super annoying. Because totally. he, he used to be a stand-up comedian before he became the host of Double Dare. But like a Howie Mandel one where yes. you're like, get out of here. Correct. And so Burt is sitting next to him on the couch. And it, you can pull up this clip. Oh, I remember this. Pull up this. It, it was Jay. I think Jay Leno was mm-hmm, subbing mm-hmm. for... Uh, Carson that night. Yeah. But pull up this clip on YouTube. He sits down and, and Bert was just like, so I heard you're not a friend. Of, you know, you don't, you're, you don't like uh, cleanliness. Or you're, you're, you're a man of cleanliness or whatever the fuck it is. Right. Bert. Bert. Yeah. Right out of the gate. Takes his cup of water and just pours it on Mark. <gasps> boop. Okay. But that's a dick move. It was. I don't know what Bert was into <laughs> at that time. Yeah. We don't you, know what he was on. If you watch this clip, it is it's probably about those usually those segments on the tonight show run about eight minutes long including a commercial break so uh you can throw in back then commercial breaks were small but um if you watch it it's one of the most uncomfortable eight minutes of all time pies were brought out mark summers dumped water on him oh no i mean bert was just talking about fucking his wife on the on the show and it's a great it's a money clip where you're just like jesus christ Yeah, yeah 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 um but it's one of those things where it was just like Burt Reynolds was not, he was a movie star. He was not having this fucking clown dick. Um, and it, it, it appeared to me that it had started, and again, this was a very long time ago, but it, if I remember correctly that it started, Mark Summers sat down and just turned his back to Burt all the way and was looking at Jay Leno and not opened up for a conversation you know, with the yeah, two of them. Yeah. He was not fucking having that. Weird. Yeah. But it's a it is a money clip. Just just Google fucking Mark Summers, so Burt Reynolds you, on the Tonight Show. You know my friend Dina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so she and I for a second worked at this place called Papu's Hot Dog Show in Burbank. <laughs> do you do you know it? 
I'm going to ask you to repeat that one more time for the audience because that's that's almost a name that I can't believe. Papu's Hot Dog Show. Mm. Um, little like hot dog, like indoor hot dog shack looking thing, but it's right by the studio. So actually famous people would come in there all the time for coffee and like a greasy sitch and to talk to the cute young waitresses that work there. Right. And uh, Bert took a took a shine to who to my friend Dina and would come in all the time. I saw him there a couple of times and he would just rap what with year her. Was this? Um, it was a while ago. So okay. we were, you know, two thousands. Yeah, okay. and he was like older, but still looking like still a fuller face, still like <coughs> looking good, but definitely an older guy. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, not yeah. like the thin later years situation okay but interesting pop papu's hot dog show give it a stop in if you're in burbank california do they serve liquor there um they don't they serve beer okay Um, and it's was bert drinking beer no it was like grab a coffee like in the day Mm. sit at the counter that's weird that's a weird place it's really weird i don't know why yeah he liked it. It was like across. Do you remember the Bob's there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so it was like yeah. right across from there in the corner. Yeah. Anyway, I also want to talk about the roles that he turned down. Mm. And this is legendary. This is a crazy list. And, and also, before you do that, he was just shy of shooting. He was supposed to shoot uh, the new Tarantino movie. And it was only a couple days shoot, and he passed away right before it. So, like, you can add that to the list. Because now I'm pissed off that he didn't shoot it. I know. That's what, like... Is that weird that that's the first thing I thought is like, God Ugh. damn it. He was going to be in like the best movie as like his last role. Yeah. It was going to be awesome. Uh, it was going to be a boogie night situation it, for man. him. Yeah. So the fact that he was still a legend after turning down all of these, James Bond. Really? Mm-hmm. You're kidding. Yeah. Michael Corleone in The Godfather. Han Solo in Star Wars. Um, Richard Gere's role in Pretty Woman, um, Jack Nicholson's role in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which you probably knew that. Shut the fuck and up. And Bruce Willis, Willis's role in Die Hard. He turned down all of those. He also tried to turn down Boogie Nights, I think they said seven times, before wow. he finally did it. And like, Well, I, I know the Boogie Nights story. Do you know this one? No, but like he, you can kind of. He hated, he, he, like he, yeah. did, he did it. So right. he ended up begrudgingly doing it, right? Sure, but like him begrudgingly kind of worked for the role, but go ahead. It did, but like he hated, he thought the movie was going to be a piece of shit. He thought it was r- stupid and ridiculous. He thought Mark Wahlberg was fucking ridiculous. He thought the director God. was a piece of shit, like all of it. And he, he I, got I, his I, only Oscar nomination from that movie. Correct. And, and I don't know what the, what I don't know is the final factor of why. He ended up doing it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew that, but that, I don't either, that's but they an were underground like, Hollywood story. They were like, like, man, the whole time he was there, it was just a pain in the ass. And like, oh, he was just dude. doing it of like, hey, I'm just doing this fucking movie and this is it. But that's so sad because he was so perfect. Right. In that. Right. That why wouldn't you want to? And like, the role is great. Who knows, man? He had his own fucking jam. And, Clearly, uh, if he turned down all of those, he loved like he loved yucking it up with like Cannonball Run and those guys. Like, if you go and look I at guess, yeah. his blooper reels, by the way, 
are endless. Just oh, look he'll up. straight up smack people in the face. Oh, uh, dude, look, <laughs> go ahead and spend a lifetime <laughs> on Burt Reynolds' blooper reels. Like him, his laugh, by the way, when it was genuine, oh, was the yeah. best in the biz. Yeah, well, best in the biz. Burt. Anyways, uh, big fan of Burt Reynolds, and uh, man, I, again, what, what made it acceptable for me to watch those movies as a kid? Like, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. It's just oh, a yeah, different time. But don't you think, yeah, it was definitely a different time. And then it was before this like channel surfing culture or the channel f- surfing syndrome, I call it, where it's like, because there's so many other options, yeah, yeah. you literally cannot enjoy what you're watching no. or what you're doing because you're in your mind. You're thinking of all the other things or all the other options that you may have. Yeah. And, and it's funny you say that. Yeah. Cause I'm going to, I want to get to that after, after the sponsors, um, cause Elon Musk and Joe Rogan touched on this in that interview. They did. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I actually want to get to that after the sponsors. Cause it's, that was well, one of great the great minds. You know what I mean? I know. Great minds. I know. Uh, first and foremost, talking about black rifle, black rifle coffee is a premium roast to order coffee, small batch. So they make it uh, directly in house and then ship it up to you. It's fucking great, man. They got bags. They got K-Cups. A ton of blends and awesome, awesome apparel. Big fan of BlackRifleCoffee.com. Sign up for their Coffee Club of the Month plan. And uh, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for a one-time use of 20% off. Um, Next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. James, you want to give this one a go? What? Let's hear you do a sponsor. Oh, of 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 uh, Strike Force Energy, the tastiest, tiniest little tin pouch filled with love and rainbows and unicorn poop. Yeah. And if you put it into any drink that you fancy, it will turn you into gold. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm trying to save my voice for the show because uh, <laughs> again, a little under the weather. <laughs> Uh, four amazing flavors, lemon, original, orange, and make America grape again. They get a 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. They ship everywhere in the entire world, and and that promo code is good every single time. Yeah, they don't fuck you. Yeah, I also want to give out a, a shout-out to LedByIron.com. Oh, uh, yeah. We've, dude, we've got our fucking sweets. Uh, Sky King tees rolling off. Everybody who's who's been on the Instagram is just like, yo, fuck off. These are the greatest things on earth. Talk about bringing people together. I know. I've, um, a couple of like my homies from Ventura. Yeah. Girl homies, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're like, dude, um, this is hilarious. I'm definitely getting one of these. Like people I haven't talked to in forever. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, it is pretty fucking cool. It's really fucking cool. I'm so a, they're I'm, available. I'm wear, uh, yeah. They're, uh, so go to ledbyiron.com. That's L-E-D. Uh, by iron.com and then just type in barrel roll champion it's oh, it's uh sky so king good. i made a fucking shirt for for the sky king for the guy who stole the plane i love it so much um i'm gonna wear it next weekend at the dallas cowboys game i'm super Obby. stoked um and then we've got you know when darkness falls it doesn't catch it um that, that i, w- I want to tell the audience this because i've been getting hammered with uh, uh audible requests that's coming soon uh, I know that Amazon just approved it, but uh, I would look maybe in the ne- in the next uh, week or so, ten days. Um, but I'm excited about it. 
and it's finally coming. You guys fucking did it. So it, it, all of everything is, is available on it. Paperback, hardback, Kindle, and then the audiobook should be coming here in about seven to ten days, I would say. It's I'm just proud my of the audiobook. I hope people get it for like a Thanksgiving drive or something like that because I'm proud of it. I think it's super fun. We did it even better than the last one. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah we, it's it's fucking amazing. It uh, last but not least, Javes, it's yeah. the audience favorite, straightrazors.com. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. Oh, you rock it? Oh, Man. you rock it. I see you rock. I was in a live event last weekend in uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> Six people had that you like it ringtone. Six people yeah, from, from, from iTunes. I couldn't believe it. It's Ham- it's. By the way, I I got to hear it finally for the first time on somebody's phone. Super annoying, huh? But it's really really fucking nice, funny. Nice, nice. So uh, the fact that StraightRazors.com now is a ringtone. You you like it. Uh, you can find that on iTunes. Ross Didn't Pass you Revolution. show it to the barstool peeps? Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. What they think? No dice. We can't. I don't know what their can't go I don't down know what their whole fucking jam is, man. Uh, I had a meeting with Barstool Sports. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know what they think of all of this. Like, cause we push it, by the way. Oh yes, I found that out. I was in New York, and um, uh, actually, this this is actually about StrayRazors.com. Okay. So like, good. Let's um, keep it on. They were they were. I had a huge meeting with all the sponsors. And they were like, man, the, the way you guys read the straightrazers.com readings, like, is your sponsor cool with that? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They welcome it, actually. And so we, I went into like great detail of like the fucked up shit we say about all this stuff. And uh, okay. they were like, man, I don't know how you can get away with that on like real radio, like, you know, like Sirius XM or whatever. And I was just yeah. like, well, I don't think it really fucking matters, to be honest with you, because we're not there. Yeah, but exactly. A, don't talk to us about something that has no relevance to us whatsoever. And then I think Howard got pretty, I mean. Look, he's always pushing it. So I don't. pushed it. Who gives a fuck? I I don't know if he pushes it anymore. He doesn't anymore, but I'm saying like. He doesn't anymore. He was on Sirius still when he was like pushing it. Yeah, that's what I thought, right? going crazy. Yeah. Yeah, T- times sure. have changed. We haven't, so fuck them. Uh, go to straightrazors.com. Any product you need to be a real man in this world uh, for for a little gooch shave. Um, they got beard oils, mustache waxes, the whole goddamn shit. They're, they're, Straight Razors kit is like a kid out of Tombstone. It's amazing. It just looks, it looks cool. It is cool. You know, yep. it's not trying too hard. Yep. Go to straightrazors.com, promo code REVOLUTION. 20% off. Yeah, but they were like, yo, I don't know if you can get away with this in the real world. Uh, and I was like, fuck off. Yeah, fuck you. Not it, in it, the real it, world. The, and, the, and the reason why I say fuck off is like, dude, so I'm watching this Joe Rogan interview last night with Elon Musk. I was out of town when this dropped uh, last week. And I really wanted to settle in and watch it on the big screen, which I, I'm I'm finding more and more I enjoy. So like I was doing taxes last night, mm-hmm. super late. You came out and I had it up on the fucking 80 inch and I watched, I I just had it on the background and I was just like, man, one, I enjoy watching, I I enjoy watching video podcasts if the the interviews are interesting. So like, that's why we do it. Um, Yeah. I, I, shit, I enjoy the fuck out of it. And uh, I really enjoyed that one. I don't understand the, the hype of 
because this has been a major story, but I don't understand the hype of like why the business fell, why Tesla stock dropped 10% after this interview, why a couple board members quit. I don't understand the the hubbub, if you will, about it. Like watching that interview, that because I didn't know anything about him personally, really, until I watched it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly who I pictured him to be. A hundred percent who I pictured him to be. He's strange and eclectic and brilliant and smart and thoughtful when weird. Uh, that That is exactly what I pictured one of the most brilliant people to walk this earth today to be like. I, I expected nothing more. The only thing I didn't expect, and I only saw a little bit from when I came out to like change diapers or whatever, but how honest he was unbelievably honest. i didn't see him i just heard one part where he was just like yeah they still sue us talking about people suing him suing the company for things that like he he probably shouldn't have said that you know what i mean he's like right he's like that guy that hit the boat the the bicycle yeah it was very kind of flippant a little bit yeah so i'm sure people were not cool with that where he wasn't taking seriously like lawsuits that are against his company and being really honest about it. So like, just for example, that you watch the rest of it, but like how much did he just tell about the inner, I mean, things well, in his company that he may not. He well, he, here's the thing. When he was pressed about things that are developing, he, he wouldn't give out answers when he was pressed about things that, okay, what they were hopeful for. He did like, I mean, Rogan, Rogan was like, Hey, how far can the car go? How far can that Tesla go? And he goes, I could make it go 600 miles probably. But I don't. But he's like, but he goes, I can't. Rogan's like, why can't you? And he's like, well, how far does it go now? And he's like, ah, the new ones, you know, I can make them go about 350, 360, 350, 360 miles. And he goes, why can't you make it go 600? He goes, it would be too costly for the public. And hearing that, he was just like, oh, okay. So me personally... I would, I would rather a CEO be honest about it and why he's doing what he's doing um, rather than lie or because I've watched a lot of like I watched a lot of these interviews, especially on Jim Cramer, these CEOs. And it's the same song and dance of canned answers, why their fucking product is going to be great, why their stock is going to be great and all of that shit. But it's not real. So when I watched this with him, it was real where he was just like, you know. Uh, look, I, I have no short of, uh, shortage of ideas. Uh, the lawsuits that we have that come against us are fucking crazy. These people are ridiculous. You know, the guy falling asleep. The, the, you know, he's even dressed the people who died in those accidents. He's like, oh, yeah. One of the guys fell asleep. And he goes, what the fuck? Yeah, like, he, they go, he goes, he sued me. Yeah. Even he sued me. He slept. He f- fell asleep. He killed, killed a bicyclist yeah. and he sued. Because he fell asleep. So like, yes, yes, yes. Um, so shit like that where you're just like, theoretically, are you not supposed to say that? I guess for your board members and, you know, to be like every other fucking asshole out there. But uh, me as a consumer or somebody that is possibly interested in, you know, buying a Tesla or his company or products. Like I, I watched that thing and I was like, I, I'm on board with you, man. Like I get it. A lot of his answers were like a robot, which was scary. But at this point, if you're that brilliant, um, what do you mean? It was scary. Cause he answered Joe Rogan even said your answer is, is really scary. 
Um, so he was talking about AI. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying no. he was like acting like. So was he. Acting like a robot. Elon Musk was. But because he takes his time and some of his answers were like this. Is where he a robot? I think I, that's what Joe Rogan asked. It's Joe Rogan asked. He's like, hey, man, are you a fucking human? He made are a you better human? looking Are you a robot human being? Yeah. With more hair. Yeah. So Rogan was Dude, like, that's bro. when Rogan was like, hey, man, I'm going to I'm going to pour another drink. Dead serious. He was just like, I'm going to pour another drink. But again, if you if you were to think about brilliant people and geniuses and all that shit and, and, the, and that type of field, especially scientists is almost what you would consider him. You know, yeah. what a rocket scientist cars like uh, that's what he is. Yeah, I, I expect people to talk like that. So when I heard it and as creepy and weird as some of the answers were, he was honest and it was real. And you could tell like he was almost computing it where it was just like, well, I don't think that could happen within four years. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What if he's a robot? I know. Joe Rogan just kept freaking out. And that's oh, when they pulled out the drinks. That's when high. they pulled out the joints. Well, I mean, dude, and Elon Musk lit up with him. And even when he was smoking that joint, he was just like... Okay, I, I understand why you do this. And it was just like, did you just compute why Joe Rogan likes to smoke blunts? Why like, do you think why do you think that Elon Musk did that? Did the interview? He said yeah. he was a huge fan of Joe Rogan and he watched and listened to him all the time. Okay. Um to me, and like here's here was the other crazy thing is is like Joe Rogan gets a lot of views on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And they usually, I would say shows usually pull in like two or three million views, right? Total. Mm-hmm. This one had 10 million and it was in a day. Oh, like dude. It's at the top. Days. Like if they could put it any higher than one on the charts, yeah. they, they would. Like it is just steady up there. But I mean, he went into deep shit about the world where you were just like, hey, have you considered the fact that we're not even like he looked at Rogan and was just like, well, at one point, you know, he's just because Rogan kept pressing him on AI. Elon Musk made a lot of statements about AI gonna, that, that's going to kill the world essentially one day, which I believe too, and we've talked about this on the show before. In the past, I think that's the number one threat to the apocalypse is AI. Yeah. And uh, the, 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 things, the things that he was asking him and, and the thought behind it, like it's just, uh, I, I, it was crazy interesting uh, like across the board. Yeah, I just like for me like, Elon Musk, I guess, yeah, if he's a huge fan, I get it. Yeah. And he, um, Joe Rogan has one of those shows and there's only two, well, they're the first to ever do it, but there's only two where if you, uh, Howard, so like Howard, Mark, Mark Marin, yeah. and Rogan, if you go on there and you start not answering the questions, they'll cut it. Yeah. And yeah, you yeah, won't yeah. fucking. No, totally. So with like people will be super open uh, yeah. Mark Marin, but they know that they have to. Like, if they agree to do that right, hour, right, and they start being evasive and shit, like he'll cut it, and you won't be on it. Yeah, and like I think the Elon Musk thing that again with the AI thing, where it, where it took a turn was when he asked if if we were really if we were living in a simulated world, and it was just who like, asked that Rogan or uh, Rogan was pressing him on AI, and and he goes, you know, is it going to destroy the world and blah uh-huh. blah 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 blah, and he kept asking this. 
And because he was, you know, Rogan's obviously super fascinated by it. And uh, oh, for sure, and Elon Musk is like, well, you know, yeah, yes. But if you believe that we're actually living in this in, the, in this world, not a simulated world. And you were just like, whoopsie daisy. And, and that's he goes, when do you, the stock do you believe down in, in a simulated world? And he goes, maybe, maybe we're all, you know, oh boy. Um, here or whatever. And like, I, I, look, I'm not. Again, that's exactly how I would expect him to think. Yes, and I, I look who's his to, brain. Who's is to, open. here's the thing? Who's to say that he's wrong either? Well, watch it. Nah, ah, <laughs> Easy. Ah. Okay. And I'll, I'll, but but here's the thing: the more and more planets we ke- we keep finding okay. over and over and over again, and there's there's other Earths and all of this stuff. Like we really don't know. So if somebody wants to come on a show. And express their theory or their thought or things they think about this world or the next. Who's to say that they are wrong or right? And I look at this in the same regard to religion and the afterlife and everything else. If somebody who comes on our show or, or Joe Rogan's or whoever's and, and talks about being super involved in the Catholic Church or Baptist or whatever they are. These religions are Muslim. They're all different. All of these religions are different. But these people believe in certain things and where you're going after this life is over. All right. Yeah. And they believe in a God and that, 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 that this God exists. So uh, in him, if you're living in a simulated world, does that mean that there's another God somewhere else and that there's other planets and everything that's going on? And I, it's not out of the realm of, of possibility and, or, or for me to question. So I'm not going to question any of it across the board. People believe in what, people believe in i like the fact that he gave a fucking answer about it and i think you know when you start going into the ai debate about all of this shit where i think he was headed with this which he didn't necessarily say is could there possibly have been another planet out there where they're already advanced as we are and this is their ai and we're developing that and blah 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 um, so I, I don't know. It's okay. a weird, it's a weird thing to wrap your mind around, obviously. But you know, I, I looked at, um, there was a, a picture from Mars yesterday that, that popped up. That was a selfie from Mars. That Rover mm-hmm. took a selfie from Mars and holy fucking shit. If it really didn't look like the goddamn Matt Damon movie where you were just like, Oh, for sure. So I, yeah, who knows? It's weird though. Like from Elon Musk, I will go down that road. But then, like Tom DeLong, I just go get get out of here. Right, Do you right. know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yes, like, yes. Why is it that Elon Musk? I'm like, oh, because to me, it seems like if anyone's gonna know that, it's probably Elon alien, Musk. Yeah, if yeah, the yeah. aliens are gonna yeah. talk to anybody, yeah, like really contact anyone, it's gonna be him. And when if he said that, like they did, there's part of me that would be like, they might have. Yeah, it's and Elon fucking Musk. I know, and that there was a shot of uh, this. Spaceship that was spotted over Charlotte, North Carolina, over the weekend, mm-hmm. and it was a family that took a picture. It is the clearest picture of the outline over clearly what is a fucking ship above the ground mm-hmm. that nobody has any answer to whatsoever. And this picture has been going around online, and it's a normal dude and his fucking family or whatever. Like, you're crazy to think that we're the only ones here and all this other shit. And so I, I have no idea at the end of the day, I look at some shit that happens in the world and I'm, I'm, I'm like, what's the fucking reasoning for this? 
why why do people do this why is you know everything else and then you know you go back in time and look at the fucking monkeys and all this other shit that we've evolved from like yeah and you look at other planets like mars where there's there was water and probably a life form at some point there too right. what caused it to go extinct what what's going to cause this planet to go ex- extinct and and all of this other shit so i have no idea man i'm not going to shoot Dennis theory maybe maybe he's right who knows um but 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 the the question that was posed afterwards was all right great so if if you do like joe rogan was like if you believe in this world that we're all in this simulated world why do the things that you do now and he goes well why not live in the moment with the person that you are? Elon Musk said this and try to make every moment the best or try to make the best out of whatever your life is in situation. And that's true too. You know, where it's just like, yeah, I, great. Let's say we all are simulated and this is fake and whatever. Like I still want to do cool shit and try to do whatever I can in this world. So eh. I, the way he, he threw it off was just like, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I look at my life. He's like, have you been at Burning Man? No, I have not. Okay. I've not been a Burning Man. I just want to make sure. No. That you didn't unzip your head. No, I didn't. I okay. Didn't. But, uh, I, you know, again, looking at everything that goes on in the world, I, I have no idea. So I'm not going to shoot down anybody's theory. But yes, you're right. With the Tom DeLonge thing. I'll shoot his down. Yes. But, but for like Elon Musk, for so some reason, crazy. I will not. Because it's exactly. a guy who sent exactly. a fucking rocket with a, with a yeah. car in the back of it yes. and built... The Tesla, which is, you know, fuck you. You were in one a couple weeks ago. It's the greatest car ever. It's the great. It's one of the greatest modern inventions I think that I have been in in my life. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Like a white leather seat that doesn't stain. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? With no. Oh, I mean that alone. So to do all the shit that he's done. Who knows, man? Um, Anyways, we we don't know. But I will tell Tom DeLonge to shut the fuck up. But then Elon Musk will be like, did you meet one? Yeah. Genuinely asking him. If he says yes, I will believe him. The other thing about that interview that I found fascinating, because I always wondered this of like, how do like dorky guys get girls? That guy, I totally get it. Where it's just like, he's so interesting. If you like, uh, granted, it would be a nightmare dating him and the whole living with him oh. and that whole shit. But having a dinner with that guy would probably be the most interesting thing of all time. He's like I said, he's gotten sexier. I don't know what happened, whether it's Tesla actually working. Who knows? The hair. Uh, he's gotten so much better looking since his 20s. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Yeah. He looks like a better looking robot of himself. I don't think he's like unattractive. No. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah, yeah. Me neither. So, but, uh, you know, me, was he like able to like joke around or was he like very serious? Like, did he understand sarcasm or did his brain like not really work in that way? It, it didn't, it did he didn't veer towards <laughs> hilarious or sarcasm. It was, like, it was sincere. Right? Every, <laughs> every question was very, like he thought about it. Yeah. So to, to the point where not. if you, if you just like, cause I watched the video of it. If you just listened to the audio portion you're probably going to hear a lot of long silences and gaps. Sure. And it's simply because he's thinking about the answers and he's thinking about every question that is asked to him. He's really genuinely thinking about it. Like there is no like, like a robot. There's no snappiness to it of sure. like, hey, we're doing this and this and this. Like, sure. yeah, like a robot. You're right. You're right. It's, it's a crazy one. Highly recommend it. Um, if you're just looking to get weird for a couple hours. Um, 
There was a lot of fucking crazy shit going on over the weekend. Uh, this Cardi B thing with fucking Nicki Minaj, too, at the fashion show. Cardi B, I mean, took off her fucking shoe, ran down the red carpet, and then threw it, tried to throw a punch at Nicki Minaj. Yeah, yeah. She got, uh, the security stepped in and elbowed her in the face. She had a fucking golf ball size knot above her eye. Immediately, too. Like, oh, that was hardcore. It was, it was really hardcore. And then she called her a fucking pussy. To Nicki Minaj. To Nicki Minaj. Stop talking shit about me. Stop mm-hmm. telling lies. You're a fucking bitch ass pussy. I mean, is she at a? Because it, it's Fashion Week in New York. Sure. What? What? It's all the right people that have money, you guys. It's crazy, isn't um, it? Yeah, I think she. So Nicki Minaj was saying something about her mothering skills. Well, I, behind the she, scenes, behind the scenes, this has been going around for a few years. I've heard this behind the scenes. Anybody who's trying to knock her off her throne, she's conceded that Beyonce is above her, but that's about it. So anybody oh, that's not, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So yeah, anybody yeah. that that's coming up is uh, she's she's been uh, allegedly spreading lies, rumors, all this shit to knock them down, so they will not climb and rise above Nicki Minaj. And she's the worst. Y- yeah, yeah. So she's I, the worst. I, yeah, yeah. But that's. Uh, that's what you get now at, you know, that's what you're getting at fashion shows on red carpets now. And I miss that kind of stuff. The Biggie, Tupac kind of. Yeah. Listen, we're not, we're not classy. We're talented. We have a bunch of money. Yeah. But don't think that we're fucking, <laughs> we can keep our shit together. Yeah. Because we can't. And, uh, you know. We're uh, here for this. Drake and, and Meek Mill squashed it out. Sure. Last night. Uh, squashed out their beef So maybe I don't know Cardi B and Nicki Minaj Get together Do another song eventually Oh god it Could be all a ploy For something like that That's true Then you have to think about that Yeah You never know Um, I've been wondering Are you a cake or pie person? Oof Cake Cake? 100%, 100% cake Oh no Yeah How I don't need sweet I, I don't get... need sweets that much You know that Like I'm not a big dessert guy um, but if you had to choose between a good gun to head cake, pie, oh yeah, 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 a flaky, nope. buttery crust, no, no. no, no, all right, you're a pie gal, oh, through and through. Yeah, I got a book I ordered at three in the morning the other night called The Art of the Pie. Mm. That's gonna be my thing now. Is it really? Oh yeah, I'm gonna get an old timey apron. Who's gonna eat these fucking pies? It's not me. I'm not. I don't, I'm not a pie gal. I'm gonna like give them to people. Okay. That's going to be like, I want to be known. As the pie gal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in certain circles. 3.14. Yeah, but that was a fast. <laughs> in certain circles. Yeah, I didn't yeah, even yeah. realize that yeah. I did that. Yeah. You could. That, that could be your thing. Uh, Personalized but yeah, that was license a quick, plate. That was a quick answer from you. Oh, it's an easy one. It was boom. It was boom cake all the way. Yeah, because I, I look, I like cake. I get down on cake. <laughs> Um, at birthday parties and whatnot, like if I could eat it, you know, on a regular and this basis, is, I would, I guess. This uh, is the hard hitting stuff that people are. They want to know. I think this is what people are really tuning in. Well, I, I, well, I was for. out last night. And you asked me to get you a pie, and you were disappointed that they didn't have them. And I was mm-hmm. like, "This isn't the 1950s. I don't know many people who make pies anymore." Oh my gosh, you're you're out of touch. No, oh, no. everyone's making them. Come on, everyone. I remember that show. 
Welcome to Sweetie Pies. Oh yeah. <laughs> was that pies? Was that about pies? Um, it was more of like you know, like Casey's buffet, where mm. you like yeah, scoop yeah, yeah. out that all the fixins. All fix. the fixins. Yeah, all the fix. Fixins. That's what it's like, huh? Yeah. So that's Sweetie Pies. So it's a Got it. it's a Casey's buffet situation. But um, if you had to pick one pie that you'd be willing to eat. What do you think? What do you what do you reckon? Pecan. Pecan. Yeah. Okay. Pecan by. That'll be. I'll I'll try and make that one first. I'm good on pies. I, oh, I do not need a oh, pie in my okay, life. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, you're you're. I'm hearing no. <laughs> but like a little bit in your face, it's kind of like it's like a nod. No. No. I'm. But uh, there's a little sparkle there nah, that you're like, don't make it, please. But if I made it. Yeah, I don't need a pie. Okay. Definitely don't need a pie. No problem. Loud and clear. I hear you loud and clear. I'll have that pie ready for you this evening. You know who uh, heard somebody loud and clear last night was uh, Serena yelling at that umpire, that chair umpire last night at the U.S. Open. That shit was fucking crazy. I liked it. I did too. A little um, bit of fire. A lot of people were bitching about it today because she lost. She lost right. bad in that match. But uh, a lot of people were bitching because it was this young girl who was like 20 years old. First ever Grand Slam winner from Japan, mm-hmm. men or women. And she started crying after the match, which I didn't know. I saw the screaming thing. I didn't see her crying. Who was crying? Serena? The girl. Oh, the girl. Because it was Serena was her idol. Not only did she beat her idol, but then she's screaming, smashing the rackets, fucking shit up. And like this should, should have been the happiest moment of her life. People were booing during the ceremony. Serena asked people to stop booing and all this other shit. And everybody was like, oh, it was so classy of Serena. I went back and watched the footage. First of all, I'm not mad at Serena for going ballistic. Like, I like that shit in tennis. Oh, I think I think you need more of it. Sure. Um, but uh, I went back and watched the footage, and she was aggressive towards shit. Um, and again, I don't mind that. But like, you know, uh, own it and say fuck off. Like, this is this is tennis, and yeah. emotions run high. This is for the championship. Like, I like. Especially I li- if you're roided, dude. Uh, yeah, I like to see my athletes like that. Um, somebody made a, a good com- a comment though, uh, Doug Gottlieb, who I actually can't fucking stand. Um, but he, he, afterwards, cause there was a, a female reporter from ESPN. ESPN has just become the goddamn worst by the way. But, uh, she was like, Oh, Serena, if this was McEnroe, this is so sexist and blah, 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 blah. And the guy said, no, Serena can't move anymore from side to side. These people are going to start picking her apart. This is what you had said. And you were watching the the uh, watching her play in that documentary on mm-hmm. HBO, because you were like, dude, after having a kid, it's impossible. And um, at that age, is what you had said. And yeah, and she's it's lost the last body. two yeah. Grand Slam finals badly. Mm-hmm. And um, th- this is what this guy had commented. He just said she can't move anymore. Yeah, and he was like, she's smashing the racket and hoping to rattle this other girl. He's like, I think it was more for theatrics. Yes, not that I minded about that, but let's not pretend it was anything other than or that. Or it's a frustration. She could be frustrated yeah. with the fact that she, that her body, body, yeah. is not the same, and it's it completely changes. So you know, when I said like you can't be a mom and a fucking Grand Slam, you know, champion at what age? Thirty eight. What is she? <sighs> She's probably 36 now, 37. Yeah, she's definitely. I think when she had her Look, kid, she was 36. No, no, so. no fucking tennis. No. F- professional female tennis players. I think it made it past like 32. I mean, it's what she's doing is impossible. Impossible, I, dude. Man, I, you know, 
I'm not going to say it's drugs, but I have no idea. That that one crazy story about her hiding in the closet mm-hmm. was and the it, one that, that jangled my bells. And it's like, if you look at her sister, they're polar opposites mm-hmm. body-wise. And it's like... Let's say it's not. Still, you were riding this like somehow you were getting there. And yeah. then you had a kid later in life and breastfed for a really long time. And... She just was slower. This guy is right. Like it's the way that her body grew in certain places. I just can't see how you can move fast with that body. You're going through it right now. And Mm -hmm. uh, like, and you're, you're not playing professional tennis, Mm -mm. but you are an athlete. You're one of those people who can pick up and just run 10 miles the next day. Like nothing happened. And and it's, it's, it's crazy to me. Yeah. Um, could you imagine going back to just run, even just running 10 miles or something like right now after no, having a that, child? No, that's the thing. Like even thinking about. Because you guys are around the same age. Yeah. So it's like there, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. Right? N- no. Like and I would even need six weeks. And then you, you, while you're breastfeeding, you just can't. Yeah. Your body, it won't, it doesn't, you know, your body cannot go back to peak performance unless you stop breastfeeding and you just fucking hit it super hard. And even then just different, man. Did she stop breastfeeding? Eventually. Remember in that documentary, the, the, um, coach was like, dude, enough with this shit. Like she was trying to breastfeed, right? Strictly breastfeed and still be like train super hard, like go away on trips. Like you, you can't fucking do it, dude. And finally, the coach, remember, was just like, forget it. Yeah. It was like this weird moment that was probably super controversial where he was like, you have to stop breastfeeding. Yeah. If you want to get back into any kind of shape. Well, she's not. And um, I mean, there's, you know, maybe she will next year because this is the last Grand Slam. She could essentially take the rest of the year off and start over again next year. But we'll see. Right. I, she'll be a year older. I don't know how you even come back after that because uh, her sister is still good, but not great anymore. She's still able to make it to like the semifinals or you know was finals here and there. Was sister ever great? Oh, she was great. If it okay. were, if it weren't for Serena, her sister would have been the greatest of all time. Okay, dead serious. Okay, uh, Venus was amazing. I mean, it. it, it but she in, in almost in my in, entire adult life, I can't remember either Venus or Serena not winning. I mean, it happened here. It happens here and there. But like either one of one of them or both of them because they played doubles and they used to win a ton of doubles championships as well. Yeah, it always seemed like one of them was winning the championship. Yeah, and it started off with Venus, and then Serena came later. But um, Venus kind of fell off in a natural natural way. way. Yeah, that like like every at other age. At yeah. every other yeah. female yeah. tennis player has fallen off in a natural age, except for Serena. So and I don't we're know. Supposed to believe that? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. We're going to do the revolutionary figure of the day here a little earlier because I want to tell a story about this afterwards. But uh, I want to give it to, uh, to it was another uh, big death, celebrity death that happened to me. Uh, revolutionary figure of the day is going to be Mac Miller. And I know what you're saying. Why is Mac Miller re- revolutionary? Like he didn't invent rap or wasn't, you know, the top or, or the best. Sometimes you don't have to be the inventor of something or the best at something to be revolutionary. I I think what this kid meant to the city of Pittsburgh and other kids coming up and showing how it was possible to come up in a YouTube age of 
I'm recording all my stuff myself. I'm videoing all my stuff myself and I'm putting it up on YouTube and all that stuff. Like to me, that was revolutionary because that kind of set the stage for like SoundCloud rappers and all this shit later in life of like, hey man, you can just do this by yourself in your fucking house and put it up and gain a following and all that stuff. He, he was that dude who did that. And uh, uh, one of my, another one of my close friends who lives in Pittsburgh was just like, man, I, I'm going to be honest, man. I was at the grocery store and out, you know, over the last couple of days. And he's like, that's all everybody's talking about in Pittsburgh. He was like, these kids are going through it, man. They're really fucking sad about Mac Miller. Yeah. And um, he was super underrated to me. Like you could go back fucking. I, I went back and listened to all his shit after he passed away. And because uh, it's, it's been a while. I, I wrote to his last album that just came out a couple months ago, Swimming. And it was it's a, probably his best album ever, which is crazy. And he's 26 years old. But like what I didn't realize and I forgot is he was doing all of this shit at 18 years old. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he had like fucking six hits at like 18 years old. And some people said that that was what caused him to get into drugs earlier and the success and it was too much and he had too much pressure on him at a young age and all that other stuff. Probably true. I don't know. But uh, when he died, which was a, of a drug overdose, which is which is what we wanted to get to was... Somebody stashed away everything in the house mm. before they called 911. Oof. They got rid of everything drug-wise. So whatever he OD'd on, they're not going to know until they get this toxicology, toxicology report yeah. back. But I want to talk about the importance of having a fucking stash guy when you die. Yeah. A fleet white. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think, me personally, like if I were to go uh, in that way or that manner or whatever, um, you know, whatever happened, fucking clean up the house you know clean up the fucking shit uh clean my porn browser i was just gonna say i would need my porn history yeah my my cookies you don't want (laughs) to you gotta watch out for those cookies guys you can't you don't just uh erase the history okay get those cookies out of there too yeah get the cookies out the pictures all of it (laughs) yep 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 all of it out of there yeah, they, they, when, when Demi Lovato OD, by the yep. way, same exact thing happened. I think that person worked for her. That's but what I, I think would too. love to have like just a good, a fleet white. Yeah, I would like to add to their to their list of duties. Also, if I'm ever in a coma, you come and pluck, you know, the little whiskers that might grow. Oh God, are you? Because you're assuming you're going to be older at this point. No. There's just certain certain things that eyebrows plucked, everything. Yeah, else. that yeah. guys don't um, need to know about. Yeah, absolutely. So just pluck those, you know, like the long. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, maybe a nose hair, maybe an eyebrow, maybe a lone uh, mole. Hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, um, so you need a good stash, guys. What you need? Do you have one right now, or you need to? Like, do you have someone that you could be like, you, I need to nominate you as my stash guy? I think, here's the thing. Yes, I, I do. Okay. Uh, um, I, like, if, if I died around one of my best friends. Right. Yes, I believe that they would. Otherwise, it's me, right? Yeah. yeah but yeah, I believe yeah. in you. Like, I believe you would be like, all right, cool. If I died in some weird manner like that, that you'd oh. be like, yo, I'm I'd take I'm the fucking... belt from around your neck. I'd take the dick out of your hand. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Again, <laughs> risk versus reward with that. But anyways, I would definitely, yeah. I would clean that up to where it was just like, 
What would it be? Ah, gosh, how could I really hide that, though? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I would definitely, like, yeah. take take that take um, that off the doorknob. I appreciate it. No appreciate problem. It. No problem. And this, I, I think we've chatted about this before, but my morbid curiosity, too, always kicks in after celebrities die. I always go to what the last thing they posted was on Twitter yep. and Instagram or their stories. I like mm-hmm. the stories in particular on Instagram. Oof. Simply for the fact of... It was real. You have, to, real you have time, to record yeah. it in the moment and say, and it's only 24 hours and that's it. And uh, f- with Mac Miller, my buddy, Phil C's, I'm going to call him the, the fucking C's Reaper. He, for whatever reason, he knows about every celebrity death like two seconds after it happens. So he texted me. He was the one who told me. Uh, same with Burt Reynolds too, by the way. And uh, so if you're listening to Phil C's, you dirtbag, you're the C's Reaper, but I appreciate it because I always get it from him first for whatever Is reason. Is he the one that changes it on Wikipedia? Have you ever noticed that? No. I mean- Boom. As soon as they're dead, someone has gone in there yeah. and changed it. But anyway, go ahead. But anyway, so so C's hit me up and I was just like, oh, shit. My, my first thought was, all right, I'm going to go to Twitter. Um, went to Twitter, see what his last thing was. And like, you know, if somebody hadn't posted in like months or something, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, well, then okay. you don't really have a story. He would posted about being excited for a tour. And oh, you were God. just like, shit, he had a tour coming up. And uh, and there was a uh, an interview in Vulture magazine that he posted. Uh, the day before he died that he was just like hey this is a great article about me and um but then i went to his instagram stories and that was fucking creepy man that was what i wanted so was it suicide then i don't know don't know okay go ahead don't know because again somebody cleaned up the house sure. and they're gonna have to figure that out later did sure. he just od or was it suicide yeah, by yeah. od i don't know but uh there was this song on on his new album uh swimming that he that he uh he had it it was it was playing on vinyl and it was hooked up to speakers and like this whole fucking system that obviously he records on and tests shit with or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just recorded that record, his own vinyl record playing uh, this one slow, awesome. And it's my favorite song off this album. Mm-hmm. And we're going to I'll tell you what, right after this, we're going to play it. Mm-hmm. I, I like I'll get in trouble for fucking YouTube or whatever, but I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just play it out after this. And that was the last song that he played right before he died and, and looking at the hours and the time that he died, it's, it's synced up where it was probably an hour before super creepy. But I, I like in a weird way I liked, I liked that that's how he wanted to die. Like to that song. If he wanted to die, but yeah, if he wanted to die, that, that's the thing. So I called my buddy Matt afterwards and I was like, Hey man, go look at this before somebody pulls this down. Cause yeah. typically like a family member, somebody mm. or, you know, a manager or whatever will go and pull the shit Stash down. Stash guy. Yeah. Stash guy. Yeah. We'll pull the shit down. And uh, I was like, Hey, go look at this real quick. Like, isn't this creepy and fuck? And it was just like, but it's kind of beautiful. And I was like, I know. Right. Like, mm. was that the song he wanted to die to? Was that the song that he was most proud of? Like mm. to me, it was like so cinematic, this song. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like, that's the type of shit I, I tune into. <laughs> weird right i just want to know no yeah i think because it happened to me you know that what happened my father dying where i was just like you go through you know all their stuff and things and you try to figure out about them oh and like piece together their last like or try to yeah yeah Yeah. because if you don't have for some reason when you don't have answers it's hard to it's, it's harder to accept when you do though then it's easier to accept like I looked at the Mac Miller thing and I looked at that uh, that Instagram story and I was like, shit, maybe he knew he wanted to die. Mm-hmm. Maybe he knew he wanted to go out and he wanted to go out to this particular song. Like that was because uh, by all accounts, everybody said he was a perfectionist 
And um, uh, maybe that that was his perfect song in his mind. I don't know. And that's how, that's what I'd like to believe. Okay. But uh, everybody loved him. Everybody universally loved him. We did a movie with Asher Roth in, in 2011. Did we shoot that? Yeah. Um, and I remember Mac Miller, I think it had just come out at that time, right around 2010. And I, I, I think I asked Asher Roth on set. I was like, hey, man, are you pissed about the whole Mac Miller thing? Like two white rappers and blah, 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 blah. And he was like, no, man, that guy was fucking awesome, dude. Just a great, genuine guy. And everybody had the same exact story about him after he passed away. Just a great, genuine dude. So uh, we're going to play off with, with this, the last song that he was listening to. I, if that was the most proud he was of, of a song, it's my favorite of his. So who knows? But for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. And this is Mac Miller. Good night. Yeah, yeah. Have the world in the palm of your hands, you still might drop it. And everybody wanna reach inside your pockets. I tell them red light, stop it. Shit, that give me more headaches than alcoholics. There was nothing in my wallet, just a lot of dreaming. I built a crib on top of the promised land, we'll call it even. Mm. I bring more flavor than all the seasons. Winter, spring, summer, fall, the grass is always greener till I cut it off. Please lead me to my studies. I give you no applause. My hands been counting money, and it's hard to be the boss, but somebody gotta do it. Think it's so exhausting. Often with the bullshit, and baby, I've been through it. Enough for the both of us, so come over later, and we won't let no one close to us. We could be posted up. Yeah. Okay, well, you can have the world in the palm of your hands, you still might drop it. And everybody wanna reach inside your pocket, so it goes. It's like in every conversation we the topic. This narcissism more like narcotics, so it goes. Well, everybody gather round. I'm still standing, sit down.
They saying I've been gone too long I could just tell them fuck you But that come on too strong My God, it go on and on Just like a circle I go back where I'm from Everybody gather round Still stand and sit down Whoa, oh 